Kind of About Music podcast. Oh, is it? <laughs> I just use it because it's, it's good to use like I was telling Tim, like people say stuff when they're not uh, paying attention. Uh, when they don't think I'm recording and I can always use it in case. Like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good job I didn't say anything horrible about my gym. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, um, yeah, okay. Welcome to the podcast. Hello. Uh, JJ. That's right. JJ, J, Jess, Jess. I mean, literally, depends when I met you in my life. <laughs> Is what my name is generally. Okay. But yeah. We've got, uh, so we've got JJ Rosa over here and we've got Sama Shari. Yep. Um, bass player for JJ Rosa, among yep. other things. Um, and we've got Tim off camera at the moment. He's just making sure everything's Hang going all right. right. Yeah. Just keeping it pro. Welcome to the podcast. Um, yeah, JJ, I was, I was looking at some of your stuff because uh, I, I, Sam has told me about you. And I know Jason Tebler as well. He's done of some work with you as yeah, well. Yeah. Another fellow northerner. Absolutely. Although he's a scout. He's out. a scout, so it's like, what did you do about that? What did you do? <laughs> he's like, no, I'm from the world. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. It's like, come on, Jace. Yeah. Jace. I mean, Jace. his name has everything. Exactly. <laughs> so, this is how I'd planned it as well the first 10 minutes slagging off Jason's cover. <laughs> Um, oh, yeah, I was watching some of your stuff. Great, uh, great. I'm getting a strong Hendrix and Prince vibe from yes. from your uh, from your sound and your kind of stage show and all that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah. What um, is that? Is that accurate? What's what? How do you get? What? How do you start off with the with the with the music that you're creating and what's what kind of led you to the sound that you've got at the moment? I mean, you're right. To be honest, it's, I was very much well. I was brought up listening to a lot of soul, actually, like Motown. My mum, my mum used to be obsessed. She's a dancer, and that whole kind of world. I was washed into whether I liked it or not. And then my dad was actually more of a rocker, so that definitely meant mm. that I, you know, kind of went into that side of things through listening to what he pretty much brought into my life. Um, Hendrix being one of them, really. Um, but I was, I actually got into Prince a bit later, like. Mm. Um, probably quite a few years after Hendrix, actually. I don't I think it's big, I, somebody bought me a vinyl and I ended up, um, I just got a record player and got Purple Rain and that was my first like Prince vinyl right. record. And okay. yeah, I mean, I, no one in my family were really into Prince, to be honest with you. I was, and then I just became kind of hooked. I think Prince own. can be a difficult one to get into because for years I wasn't into Prince because I didn't get it. It was like, I was yeah, always an MJ fan growing up. Like yeah, MJ is just same. immediate, like it's straight away. You've mm. got to beat, you've got to... And, you, and it's like, absolutely. it just felt it's so much more accessible because he was so restrictive yeah. on like his things being pirated and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah like, that's true. So that's so true. MJ's yeah. stuff was always everywhere. And like in the days of MP3s and, <laughs> and stuff like <laughs> that. Hard, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally back that far. It was a bit harder to get Prince's stuff. Yeah, it was. Like, yeah, yeah. And still yeah. is. So yeah, we're like, still yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some of it on Spotify now. It yeah, is. Yeah, last year. Not all of it. Is it all of it? I think most of it's on there. I don't know. Maybe a few things that aren't, but most of the albums are on there. All the ones that I've ever gone to find. That's right, exactly. The thing that did it for me with Prince was I saw the behind the music thing on it and I just understood. Oh, this guy just creates, and it, and, and, it got, and it started with the respect of that. Then I was like, right, I'm gonna have to go through, and I do it with artists every so often. Yeah. Like, mm. start an album number one, mm. turned it on. It was like, oh, this record. is not what I expected oh, from yeah, from yeah. Prince, you know, because I did like Kiss, and then yeah. some of the stuff off Batman, and it was all, it's all a bit wacky and the sounds. It's, yeah, he didn't give a shit. Did yeah. he just wanted, just did, just and that's broke. literally the most inspiring thing that you could ever mm. see. I think from an artist, obviously, he would, he kind of had the the kind of. Um, he he was in a world. He was in the kind of age where, but labels kind of did just go, 
right, this guy's mm. really talented, like he's a proper mm-hmm, multi-instrumentalist, mm-hmm. producer, everything. Oh my God, he's got it all. Let's give you some money and go and record your album. Yeah. And bug it off and did that for a bit and then came back. I mean, that's like a dream for, I think, most artists. Yeah, especially it doesn't now. really happen it now. Just, uh, yeah. Does it? Well, the thing is now you can do that, but you have to have all the gear at home in your home studio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and, you, and kind you also of, have to ignore no the record budget. industry. Like sometimes you just have to... You have to blank it out. Yeah, because yeah. they've always got an opinion now. Yeah. Like, <laughs> when, I, when I was at uni, the... Prince's A&R guy did like a masterclass thing. Oh. He was saying that for Prince's first album, they tried to be like, yeah, we're going to get you the best producers, the best session players, all of this. Mm. And Prince was like, no, do it myself. And apparently there was a lot of back and forth, like, oh, we're not going to let you do it. And then there apparently there was one session where they just came in and saw the stuff he'd done. He's like, yeah. yeah, okay, fair enough. You can do it yourself. Because <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like, on, bass, on his bass playing as well, like I didn't realise how good a guitar player he was, but his bass playing... It's not like a bass player plays bass either, is no, it? It's like a exactly. guitar player. Guitarist plays bass. Which yeah. is exactly There's a lot of like Larry Graham influence yeah. in his bass player, yeah. who was his like played for him before and all that slap bass. Like, you're right, it's quite No, guitar-y. but on his first album, if you listen to I'm Yours, is it I'm Yours? The. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. like, there's the solos at the end that cross over. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. It's, yeah. it's like, it's I've, had, I've known bass yeah. players tried to learn that. Yeah. I know. I no, that. I know. He's, he's like a math yeah. professor, I yeah. think. That's basically what I always yeah. think of mm. Prince being a bit like, if you can imagine him in a studio for a fly on the wall, just watching him literally just like this crazy, literally going from A to B and mixing. I mean, great. Amazing. In knee-high boots and early The album cover's genius. That's the first one, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, to be honest, to be honest, like Prince was one of those things that I discovered on my own and remember thinking, right, that I know that I'm, this is kind of like an avenue I'm going down kind of a bit on my own because I kind of really get what, I just get it and I love mm. it. And it's so mental that I kind of relate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. yeah, I just, I kind of, yeah, I remember my mum being a bit like, don't really. And then, and then actually when I, when I ended up kind of, you know, playing around, I mean, it was, he's got uh, so many songs yeah. and there are so many, yeah that are obviously just the big the big mamas and the hits, yeah, but there's a lot yeah. in there that are just, oh, you yeah. know, he's just gone in and just literally thrown everything. Yeah. You can talk to people who are fans of Prince and have a song that you love and then they won't, they won't even have heard that. Like how many albums is this? Something crazy, like 50 he's or something so, ridiculous. There's so like many. That. Yeah. He yeah. just, yeah, just there's does so it. There's so much more on. left in the vault too, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know. Are they going to try and release on that soon? I'm not sure. I, I, one of my uh, one of the, one of the guys I used to work in a band with, he always knew the news about what, what was, was coming up with Prince because he had like a website where he re- like where he wasn't him or it was oh. through a forum he'd release. There was somebody leaking some new, some yeah, yeah, and it was Prince. No yeah, apparently like it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. But I, 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 yeah. I don't kept. Up. I saw him when he came and did those. You know those cheap shows. You know yeah, they're like. Yeah, I missed them <clears> as well because yeah. I wasn't in the country. Yeah. And then when he was doing them in the states, I was back in the UK. Oh no. And I was just like, that is the most frustrating yeah thing. it was ridiculous i actually wanted to fly back from the us at yeah. the time but i couldn't afford it <laughs> yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. no way i was like oh my god is there any possible way that i can get back to the uk to go to but the from what i remember home? like hardly yeah. anyone can get tickets because they just sold out in because they yeah they, they, yeah. they, they, they can't like, the day and then yeah. it was like the one that we went to it? we we me and the missus <clears> are in camden just shopping and we were quite new to london as well mm. and i saw it on twitter that it'd come up and then i was like oh cool let's go and then I was looking at it, it was like, oh, it's 70 quid a ticket. I was like, I can't afford that. I didn't have any work at the time. <laughs> I'm like living off air anyway. And yeah. she was like, I'll pay for the tickets. Let's just oh go. I said, oh, no, it'll be sold out by now. Anyway, we, went, we turned up at Earl's Court. Yep. There's a queue round the block, get in the queue, and then got some beers, stood in the queue for like an hour and a half. Yeah. And wow. then I'm looking at it, I'm thinking, how many people are in this queue? I'm trying to yeah, calculate. Yeah. Look to, <laughs> look to the capacity of the venue. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> hmm, are we going to get in here? Yeah, we might yeah. do. And then when we got to the front, yeah. Um, 
it was ten pound a ticket. They'd like they'd put out the wrong price on purpose so that really? only people who really wanted to go and see him that's went. Mad. So oh I like oh that's yeah. yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. But but Prince is like everyone, everyone there was ready to pay seventy quid. Yeah. Like they would have been. I'd have been I mean, absolutely would have paid. Yeah. Yeah. I wanted to get a flight back. I just had not one tiny penny to the stupid name. <laughs> so I couldn't get I could, I, do you know what? I regret that so hard as what well. What were you doing in, a, oh. uh, you, whereabouts in America were you at the time? Um, well, we were signed with a record label in the States for um, a number of years. I actually got out of it last, I got out of it because it literally, I needed to get out. Mm. <laughs> I can't actually say that much How, it, Very Prince-like. Huh? Very Prince-like. I was his thing oh, about getting out of label yeah. Don't even go yeah. there. <laughs> that was an experience. But do you know what, like, as much as I moaned, <laughs> I'm like, you know, you absolutely learn so much when you deal, if you get thrown in the deep end in this industry and you have to deal with it and you, you end up just seeing it for what it is and learning a lot. And now I feel like I can sit here kind of saying that I've actually probably been through yeah. quite a journey actually yeah. already. Yeah. And you know, and I've not even to anyone else, I'm kind of like new on the scene or whatever it might look like. But actually, like so many artists, everyone just goes through, everyone's got a journey. Like every now and then you might get someone who, who actually lands it pretty lucky and it works out from the get-go. So how did yours, without getting into any that's <laughs> legally dodgy or yeah, anything yeah, like yeah, that, yeah. can you give us like a rundown of what happened for you with your career then? So yeah, far. I mean, to be honest, like I definitely was very naive at the beginning because I'd, you know, I was gigging all the time with my band and I was very much like head was down, focused, music wasn't really thinking about the business yeah kind of you know thought about ticket sales it, i didn't ever really think too hard about that side and then a producer kind of got in touch because he'd seen on myspace yeah yeah on myspace had some stuff up and a producer contacted me and he was like i want to produce you and take you over to the states because i think you know and I remember at the time thinking it was slightly strange that he wasn't going to go to the UK. To well, true, very much yeah, too good to be like, true. But also, <laughs> you know, I was a bit like, well, I'm from <clears throat> England, from Manchester. Like, why would you, why would I hop, skip, jump straight over to After the States? After the Arctic Monkeys thing has happened as well, because that's yeah, what happened yeah. with Arctic Monkeys. It was all, right. apparently it was yeah. MySpace, but I think that's bollocks as well. Anyway, I know. Oh, God, they always it. say this. Yeah, yeah. it's good in MySpace. And it's like, well. Our first gig, 2,000 people came to it. I, like, I was in the middle of all that hype. I was in bands in that area when that happened. Yeah. And everyone's like, oh, you just need to get on MySpace. And I think they had very clever managers that had set some stuff up for them and for sure. relaunched for sure. them. that simple, Absolutely. MySpace. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know some guys, I know guys who actually know, from the North, everybody says this, but I do know guys who know them personally. I think that's the... That's where they went down. So yeah. anyway, so you're no, 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 you're right. I think that is it always is like for sure. This is kind of what this guy was trying to do as well. He wanted that was the story to be that, and and then took me over to the US, and we went, and you know what? It was like it was an amazing experience. To lit literally, he'd in the space of I'm talking like a few weeks, we'd like written and produced four songs that this guy produced, but we'd written, you know, songs I'd written actually, um, he produced. And so it was like a, basically like an EP with a bow on top. Like he wanted it all yeah. to be that ready to go over to the US, set up all these showcases. Universal France were involved. They were funding it all. Um, we did two back to back. We did like so showcases for Republic Records. Um, we had Motown, Atlantic, all these people. It's and we were offered, it? yeah, like, it was, it mad. was mad because yeah. I remember Honestly, it was like a blink of an eye. Um, went in, did this showcase, literally throw. I just remember being a bit like, oh my God, <laughs> yeah. this is bonkers. Like, I'm, like in the space of two days, I have to do all this. Um, yeah, perform in front of these people. And the next, like the day before we were due to go back, we had three deals on the table, uh, Republic Atlantic and S-Curve Records. I opted for S-Curve. Um, 
definitely feel now, in hindsight, that I would have probably been better waiting um, and and not felt, the pre- like, there was a lot of pressure yeah. at the time. For a 21 year old as well. It's like crazy. It, yeah, yeah, and yeah. everyone was like, well, no, we need to do it now. We need to do it now. Like, time's of the essence. And mm. actually, I'm like, you're joking. I was, you, I, I, like, I had so much time. Like you didn't know who you could rely on? Because like, it sounds yeah. to me like there was a lot of, there wasn't much unbiased um, support. <laughs> Not like, at all. It was a like, nightmare. It yeah, was, it, it seems was, like everyone was like aligning you down this. Yeah, mm, that very path, much. Yeah, because like. even <clears throat> you know, family, mm. friends. Um, like at that time, I didn't have a manager. I just had this producer that was you know pecking yeah. at my head, um, uh, and you know, and it was very difficult to sit and know and go against your gut actually because it, that's that's what I did. I didn't listen to my I listened to my gut, but I didn't act on it. I just did what I was kind of told my lawyer advised a certain way to go and I just thought feel, I thought, I thought she was right like, so I mean like because also like sometimes you really rely on like lawyers to give you like yeah. you know the right kind of advice but you just Guidance. don't know where they are aligned with who yeah. they're aligned with I've been with told by like, quite a few people that you know, if you're doing original material the first and most important thing is a good music lawyer oh, oh yeah I've been told that so many times I'm not even an artist I mean yeah, like yeah, yeah. loads of managers <laughs> that I've known have said yeah. you know before you get anything before you PR person before you get a manager, get a lawyer first. Yeah. A lawyer is vital. That's been my, I think that's been honestly mm. the biggest problem I've had yeah. for like to date um, mm. up until recently where I've actually now got a guy that's amazing and has been so helpful. Because a lot but of people in God. this, a lot of people up and coming, they don't realize. And I only know from talking to, to people like yourself and artists mm-hmm. and producers who've Who've, t- who've said this to me, and I, I didn't even realise the things that a music lawyer does, because you think, okay, that's for signing contracts and stuff. I want to get some interest for a contract. So but that's not what the lawyer yeah, does. The yeah, lawyer, yeah, yeah, yeah. as on their roster, every, every level of the music industry. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. across too, yeah. not just every level, but also across Yes, every of course, level. <laughs> yes. So, and every, every segment yeah. of it. So if yeah. you need... Uh, a great if you need a great producer for uh, an EP that you're doing yeah. they will introduce you or if you're a producer and you want to get into producing more artists Absolutely. they might have five artists and they mm. start you off on a smaller one and then yeah. I've got a friend of mine who, who was telling me about that and and then the other thing with lawyers as well it sounds like a scary thing because you think, you think oh my god crazy money yeah. um, oh my god not complicated case, stuff but yeah, but yeah it, will, it will be at one point but. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but I think that's uh, yeah. from yeah. the people who've told me and correct me if I'm wrong it's more that's more it's money out of stuff that is earned. Yeah. The music lawyer yeah. thing. So you got somebody who's going to be. My friend who was telling me about. It, he said I literally found the most expensive music lawyer I could find, and yeah, it did cost me some money, but not as much as you would think. Okay. And then I got all of these doors open for yeah. me just through yeah. dealing with yeah, him. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, yeah. you're right. It's a whole new avenue yeah. to have a good music lawyer can open a hell of a lot of opportunities. Mm. Um, and you don't necessarily think that. Well, I didn't yeah. even remotely think that when that's I was. Not, that's like, not signing. even something. <laughs> I mean, I I didn't. You know. <clears throat> My university thing when I was at uni wasn't was music tech, but I just don't feel that they're even teaching that to like people who are going into yeah, right. courses to do like music business. I, I'm not I'm not sure I even caught up with this whole new thing of like yeah. it's not even a new thing, the like, recent thing where the music lawyer is the first thing you get because it's always been traditionally oh you need a good manager. Yeah, you're right. You I, mean, I think manager. there's a lot of things that they're not teaching you. Anyway. No, there's, there's a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, no, no. just come out of ICMP. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's, a, there's a lot of things, <laughs> but I just feel like it's 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 a hidden it's a hidden thing that unfortunately you find out through making mistakes. Oh, I should have had a good lawyer, or I didn't find a lawyer first that I trusted. Yeah. Like, and I just I keep on hearing this repetitive story like from a lot of artists. 
So God. if you're if you're an artist, say you've got um, you're an upcoming artist, new young, you've got um, you've written and possibly recorded uh, an EP. Is that the stage that you would advise somebody to then start looking for a lawyer, or is there another kind of uh, something they should look at first, or would you say that that early? I mean, <clears throat> I don't think there's any harm in it. I think mm. it's always worth asking the question because as much as you're basically what you were saying before about not all lawyers will instantly be like, right, for me to speak to you right now, I'm going to bang an invoice over and be like, yeah. you know, charging a million pounds a second. Yeah, some, some will be really interested. Some will interested be like, you know what, I want to have you on the journey. You. Yeah, you know? exactly. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they'll buy, and that's kind of, to be, to be honest, that is what I had like at the beginning. It is, but it's... Um, not necessarily, and I don't think I can. I can't just sit here and point fingers and be like, "Oh, it's the lawyer's fault." I got whatever. You can't. I've got to take responsibility. Like I did choose that, and it could have gone. It could have gone well. You know, it could yeah. have gone well. But like, you know, at that point, it felt like the right right advice from the lawyer. And there's a lot of reasons why I get. I get. I do get that. But also at the same time, a lawyer really should have been aware at that point. I think to kind of have gone. You know <clears> what? You have got time. To yeah, think take about your this. time because yeah. actually, you know, don't just don't get put under the pressure at the moment. Like yeah. it's, it, you Is know, it, you can. Yeah. We're all like that. though. we all want everything, especially nowadays. We all want everything now, and and I do that, and I'm sure we all do with projects that you kind of come up with and mm. writing that you do, and then you never actually get around to finishing anything because you you need to put the time in and you need to give yeah. that thing its time itself, yeah. and, and that's a difficult thing for a 21 year old who's been whisked off to America. Yeah. With you know you 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 must you must have been feeling hype around what you were doing like oh my god this is coming together so fast like fairy tales Abs sort of yeah absolutely yeah because I was like yeah we were going home pretty much with these deals on the table and I got back to Manchester and I was like oh my god this is insane uh, I can't like, this imagine. is insane I can't yeah imagine what I'm I know like. and then and then we were signed within a few weeks so it was like and then and that but the problem we had as well so a manager I would say get as soon as you can but i would also say you have to make sure that they're that they are a decent manager with mm. with contacts with yeah. i mean i know that's pretty obvious because like one of my don't get a passion situation yeah, because or like a guy yeah. that's got money who wants to be music sod that off yeah. they don't have the connections they and that's absolutely the scooby-doo yeah. what they're talking yeah. about or honestly and it's, it's experience too because like like, know, experience, like yeah. one of my friends has just just been signed and like just as he's got his deal, like his manager who had who had brought like three or four big major artists through the industry had been like, no, right, we're not going to even even think about it. Well, I'm not like it, they read it. They but they what they did is went through to every record label. By the way, this is what we've got. Can you be it? <clears throat> and it took a long time. You know, mm. you know, it wasn't a rushed thing like we were saying, but. It was due to that experience with that manager that he found even even better deal yeah, within definitely. six months, yep. and then it's now another six months them oh. negotiating. Mm. Like, but if it wasn't for that manager, like, yeah, he, he would have rushed into because it was the deal that he got yeah. recently was a really good deal. Yeah, like we're talking a lot of money, you know, buying a house kind of money. But mm. you know, so it would have been for anyone. You know, our age, I think, uh, even I would have been like, yeah, I'll sign away. I think yeah, it's quite yeah. easy though when you're in a position where you haven't gotten a deal before. Oh my God, I've got this deal. I think someone with a bit more experience has been through it a few more times can think, no, yeah. okay, we can do yeah, it with better hair, let's be patient. Like, yeah, totally. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. yeah. It's a, it, there's, I've, I've heard lots of horror stories about people, like there's some close friends of mine up north, they were in a band at the start of the... Um, you know, the kind of emo wave that happened? Yeah, kind yeah. of similar around that the Mark's <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lost profits ruined it, didn't it? <laughs> yeah. In fact, these guys were 
Started off close, mates, lost profits actually. Yeah, like, wow. but, um, yeah. Uh, and it was around that time that they got big and uh, they, they had a situation with a manager that just. Horror story. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, a horror honestly. story. Deals on tables and manager messing it up, basically. Really? Yeah. Um, wow. and, then, and then there's there's another band that I heard of. Um, and the story that I heard with them is that they got a big advance. Yeah. And then basically spent it all for the second album. That's okay. a common, common. Yeah, yeah. yeah. spent it all. And then for some reason, either their time had passed and the label didn't, weren't into it anymore or it wasn't good enough and the label basically shelved them and just kept sending them back. And so they had no money, which oh, that record God. label advanced. So they were locked in. And, yeah. with no, and they can't even they make can't another album. And yeah. the record label's got literally... I don't, I don't know what happened with that in the end, but um, they were quite big at one point. This and, is the uh, thing, like, when, when you sign your life away for money, whether it's a live deal or a record deal, from what I've seen, you're locked in. You're, you're, really you're locked in. And and like, it, it's <laughs> ma it makes, honestly, it like, you're your not in control. Yeah. You're absolutely not in control of your entire career is basically that's the genius of what like jack white did didn't he he didn't he um didn't he did he record the album for like nothing on his own basically he kind of it wouldn't surprise me yes he has yeah. now but i think he's yeah. basically turned up with the first album and spent 30 grand on it or something like that like right. it's done it's there it's in really? the can and wow. that was probably all analog studios and everything yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and he maybe through mates yeah. of his or whatever he yeah. don't, don't know whatever and then basically he got a situation where he didn't have the weight of the commitment of like the band that I'm talking about that yeah. had the advance and haven't recorded the album and, spent yeah. it on and all that sort yeah. of thing. Uh, but I think nowadays, you know, I think it changes all the time and, changing, and, yeah. and I don't yeah. know the, the inside of it like, like someone like you does, but it seems the democratization of having the technology in your house, like uh, you've got videos on YouTube, uh, Instagram where yeah, you're yeah. recording at home. Yeah. And, and it's that's so easy to do now, and and that's the that's a real positive. On the other side of it, I think I've heard like Steve Vai talking about the the rec how the record label used to work, where they give you basically an interest free loan mm. and allow you to go and create the thing with no yeah. kind of worries. That's gone. Yeah, uh, it's it's kind of it's it's hard to say kind of if it's better or worse, I think. Yeah, no, you're right, you're right. Because so recently there was like, Steve Gadd wanted to do it. He did an album and he did, like Steve Gadd, like the most, one of the like most known drummers had to do yeah. crowdsourcing yeah. for it. Because really? like he, the label, there was no label that was interested. I was like, <gasps> what is this going on? Like, like still though, a yeah. drum album. There's always going to be a, la a label that's uh, a weird label that's going to be interested in doing something like that yeah. and putting. I think someone like Blue Note or some, yeah, yeah, some yeah, kind yeah. of like jazz instrumental label would pick that up. Yeah. Oh, Tim, Tim, can you uh, so, uh, can you lucky it up and get some more? Okay, so that's the. That, that's useful information for people to know, and I don't think yeah. people hear this sort of thing very no, often. It's, I don't it's, think it's, it's, it's put out there. Really useful. Yeah. It's not put out there. Enough, yeah. like. I think even in panels, when you go to things like The Great Escape and stuff, it's not talked about enough. Like no, because people are told they're not really meant to say that much. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm yeah, not, yeah, yeah. but I don't really because care. Because the people involved in like, those panels are... Oh, the people are, yeah. that are doing <laughs> this shit. So it's like, come on, everyone. Yeah. And a lot of people make here. a lot of money off young people coming with yeah. dreams and ready to sign anything and all that. Apologies for the noise, we have some street sweepers and stuff that like to park outside of us so <laughs> It won't be on the final recording, honestly. Um, but yeah, I think, you know, again, conflict of interest with those, maybe some of those panels as well, where you've got people who, there's a label that I know, oh, a label, there's a label, again, I'm not going to say names, but there's a label that I know of in London that 
does that within the band. And I think I know the label you're talking yeah, about. <laughs> and uh, a band that I was connected to was doing something with them, and they they provide that you've got to record the album with them, with their producer in their studio. Da, 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 and yeah. it's basically by the time you've finished it, you've paid them a load of money, and mm-hmm. and then they expect you to do 300 gigs a year for 20 quid each. So if this is the label we were talking that. about, I had a meeting with them when I was like 60 with this like original Careful. band I was doing. Careful. <laughs> yeah. And um, they wanted us to, they, they wanted us to use their studio. They have like a studio basically in their office, mm. but they wanted us to pay out of our pocket to go but and use it. But that also means no. that they get yeah. the, uh, what, they get the mechanical masters, yeah, 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 something yeah. like that. Yeah, the masters, that's it, right. So I mean, it's like, yeah. they get a producer credit everything. and they get a, um, and so yeah. the th- also the thing is they'd offer us to sign us without, really seeing anything yeah. like a new band <laughs> wow. so basically I think they're just making a living out of just getting random people yeah. off the street and they're just oh paying to use their studio is, I think hopefully this is starting to come it's not come to an end but it's starting to come to an end this whole because this sounds like this whole development thing that was that was really hot like yeah. six seven years ago yes. like lo- loads of companies were getting into artist development yeah, yeah. yeah and I think now hopefully that's starting to fade and they're probably turning it into another key word now but like that's what that sounds like. Yeah. Pay us some money and we'll develop you. Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. we'll develop you, you by telling you, or oh, basically what they speak. They told <laughs> us to do 300 gigs a year yeah. with 20 quid a man. Can you imagine if you actually yeah. did that? Like, it would the thing is, you. though, is that like, we may have bought one into it if they had actually like, been down to a load of our gigs and like known us, be like, yeah, we're really interested in your project. It sounds great. But it was literally, they didn't know us. They hadn't really, we didn't really have it. <clears throat> I think we had like one or two really rough demos that we had shown them. Oh and God. then they were like, yeah, come in for a chat. And they're like, yeah, cool, we're ready to sign you guys. And we're just there like, what? I've got a really interesting story that I heard recently from a really good friend of mine. Like he's a manager, and and he um, he's in a group chat at the moment for uh, for the Great Escape uh, with all the industry. And he was like, "We should actually go out and see some gigs." And the group chat on WhatsApp, probably quite a few people were talking. It probably I don't know. I'd guess around about sixty or so. It just went silent. <laughs> like, really? Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, "Wow, you're joking." I was like, "Yeah, wow, this is this is oh the, my God. Uh, yeah." I mean live has been literally what's yeah. kept me alive <laughs> like, I think all, they, all they're doing is going to going to parties that's it you yeah, know, going to where all the free drinks are yeah, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that yeah, and, and everything else on know. top yeah 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 exactly <laughs> yeah, I mean oh. like because I was trapped in the deal for, for years I ended up uh, my only loophole really was to release songs uh, for charity and to gig live like just to really focus my energy on the playing you know and getting on the road but the problem is there's only so long you can do that and it kind of kept my head above the water and stuff but like you know it doesn't like you need a release yeah you need a proper release which is hard to do when you're talking about charity singles there was a guy that a friend of mine played for and he was a guy who was independent and wealthy as in back in Rotherham and uh, he wrote (laughs) these awful songs these awful songs one because Rotherham's famous for having in Rotherham Sheffield there's these big twin uh, cooling towers right yeah and they, and they got knocked down and everybody it was like a big thing like it was like demolished and everybody went and watched it from the hill and all that and he wrote a, a sad song about them <laughs> I mean he was going to release it as a charity song and my mate is a young guy and these guys were older and he was in a rehearsal room with these guys and just mm. this is so cringy and horrible oh and these guys God. and the other guy said was like brought a tear to me <laughs> and their, their plan for promoting it was if we just get, there's 250,000 people in Rotherham, right? Yeah. Yeah. If we just get everybody to just buy that single once, 
we could have Christmas number one with that. And that was their marketing plan. Oh my <laughs> God. Nobody's. It was, it was ridiculous. <laughs> what were you going to do? Go around knocking on doors? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> said, Fuck me. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Oh and my, my mate God. was in a. Somehow he'd gotten in this situation with these guys. Yeah. And, you know, I think he was just too nice and couldn't say no to them. Yeah, so, no, yeah. No. Oh, wacky. God. Yeah. Like there was a lot of wacky shit that went on in my room. <laughs> <laughs> it's a wonderful place, but it's There's great. There's a lot of wacky shit that goes on in London, too. Yeah. There's just so much of it. Yeah. Like, it's just normal. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, when I first turned up, I did an audition. It was on, I was get, trying to get jobs off Star Now, and this is before I knew anybody on the jam circuit yeah, or the muso circuit. Yeah, come down and don't know anybody. And this guy had got a house. He'd got a flat in near Euston King's Cross sort of way, right? Yeah, yeah. And um, he was like, yeah, come round, we'll have a jam, da 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 And he got some songs. He was this kind of middle-aged, 30s, quite gay-looking guy. Uh, and it was, there was no one else in the flat ever. It was just me going out to his house. And he was, was like, oh yeah, I know Jesse J's manager, they're gonna come down next week. And then he come down and it was just some random person that he knew that was like, oh, Oh yeah, Jesse J's manager couldn't make it, but this oh, person's classic. a PR person. Uh, and he's went on for so long. And he wanted to do a video where it was basically in his living room and he had these sunglasses on and a light and somebody with an iPhone. And I was off camera playing the guitar and he was just dancing around oh, and I was like, yeah, what? Yeah. Why have I got like, myself just kill into me it? now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it's like that oh, star now thing, it's like when I was again like same position you get all of those kind of things like yeah I'm going to get some work of this and like <laughs> yeah. I don't think I ever got paid work of doing anything no. of that website. Oh no. my God. random people turning up your house for years yeah. and that sort of thing but, uh, so what brought you down yeah. to London then in the end so it was, it was this was supposed to be still in Manchester uh, this was all whilst I was in Manchester yeah and then um, I ended up coming down to London because we, ended, we had a manager in the US that wanted to get involved but um, you know bless him the guy was not a music manager um definitely heart in the right place like wanted to make wanted to do what he could to make this work he just didn't see eye to eye with the record label boss and there was a lot of conflict with them that caused a lot of hell for us because mm. as you can imagine you know the two main people that are meant to be driving like the whole thing just did not get on <laughs> hated each other and it was an absolute joke um you know and it was just embarrassing but um so this guy ended up helping us get so for the first year basically helped us get a, a flat in London it was rented right. flat for us and was like well, I want to plonk you right in the middle of where it's at and we're going to make this work and this was when we were trying to salvage things this was when we were like right let's just make this work we're licensed to Warner Brothers now let's really make things happen like you know we can we can definitely make something of this even though I, I actually wasn't that happy with what we'd done um you know, I was happy enough. It was one of those cases where you just go, I've just got to do, I've got to do was this. Was that when you like, put out the, the live EP? So, that, so that oh. was actually um, just before we were meant to be releasing uh, Boy Boy, which is right. the song that yeah, we'd yeah, had yeah. full on, like that had quite a lot of money thrown at it. And it was like, you know, I wasn't even 100% happy. There was so much back and forth thing with it, but mm. I went, you know, I'll sod it. I just can't be asked anymore. <laughs> release yeah. it, like just release it. Didn't even do that. But yeah, we did actually put a live EP out, which is on Spotify, which was which was great because that's when Warner were like properly like, right, mm. film it. It was the same you know, the same team that Leanne Lehavis had and whatever. But then, but then um, you know, unlike Leanne, I had a funds coming from the US from a person that didn't have any money left. Mm. So all that dried up and we ended up basically like being, it was essentially being shelves because he couldn't move forward with us. So yeah. I stopped and everyone else carried on moving. So yeah. it's just, it was just a nightmare. And it's know? ridiculous because the music 
and you as an artist and as a as a product if you like as well and the music you're creating it it's no comment on that it's still as good as when people were excited it's by it and it's politics, just yeah, yeah, yeah politics yeah. and yeah. weird politics, business situations yeah. and stuff like that yeah so okay yeah. so fast forward to now so what's where are we at now what's what's going yeah. on yeah so obviously got out well obviously but got out of the deal in january of last year and uh finally after like you know trying well i was fortunate enough to have someone help me get a really great lawyer so because like <laughs> you know these lawyers yeah i mean you have to find the right one manager you have to find yeah, someone that yeah. actually genuinely wants build, to be involved to help team, you and, it? Like, yeah it's just you i've i've honestly had so many bad experiences with people and the problem with me is i'm really trusting mm -hmm. instantly if i like someone mm -hmm. i just i'm like yeah, you're great. We get on like, yeah. so I'm going to trust you with my whole life. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I kind of like yeah. have always done that. And I'm Here's like, Come the password on. to my cloud. Although <laughs> 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 it's oh, horrendous. No. <laughs> I'm awful. Like I, I just, that has probably been the biggest learning curve for me is to be like, like not everyone, you know, is what they seem like. They're not who they seem. You know, no. people are very clever. It's because you're a northerner and a nice person. Yeah. Even, I mean, even recently, I, I would, like, I've just come across someone who I'm now like starting to who I've been working with quite a while and now yeah. I'm like there's things coming out of the woodwork and I'm like actually this guy might not be trustworthy and um he deals in a few few artists I'm, I'm kind of like know and work with yeah and I'm like there's certain things now coming out I'm just like oh dear. Really so, oh so, sorry I didn't realize you were turning up Sam and he's just pulling his trousers <laughs> just getting out of the shower <laughs> and you know and this guy and this guy's making a lot of money and stuff and I'm just like does this look like a mole <laughs> Oh my it's god! Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful. You got to be careful. I feel like it's always the yeah. people you, you least expect it from. I think sometimes that absolutely. Yeah. Oh I, my I god! Definitely, that's that's what this person has been. Yeah. At least expect. Like I've I got on with. Not, we're not good mates at all. But well, on a business sense, I've got on with him really well. Okay. And um and then there's there's a certain project that he was working closely with recently. And uh, just there was big alarm bells, and I was just like, and now I'm checking out everything that he's done with other people, and I'm like, there's certain little, oh, I'm God. like, I really need to keep an eye on this yeah. guy now. So like instantly, when there's anything like that, it's yeah. just like no. no the whole no. thing as well is his distraction from the point of it should all be easy. It's like I always go back to this, uh, the, there's a footballer called Franz Beckenbauer, who was supposed to be the greatest footballer ever, and he always said football's an easy game. It's bad players that make it difficult, and I think the same thing with music and. Yeah. Maybe yeah. music yeah, business yeah. as well, you know, and it's, it's like a distraction home. from yeah. mm -hmm. doing a gig like, like Sam. I remember when I come down, not to blow smoke up your ass, but when I first came to the jam nights in London, one of the ones I went to was I don't even know if it's the Hoxton jam where you were playing was, at yeah, the time. Probably was, yeah, yeah. But I think there was another one that I saw you at, and I, I, I anyway. Might be, uh, used to be Did you do anything with people in Northampton at all at any point? You had anything uh, to do with any Northampton guys? Adam Gamage or anything like that? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. So I saw you maybe at Adam Gamage. He had yeah, a night. Yeah, Adam. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It was um, it was a cocktail bar behind King's Cross or something. Yes, maybe. possibly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Played yeah. every venue, like, like going. <laughs> Sam gets so, around, don't my, you? <laughs> my, my friend Anna, uh, she's no, she's just doing Tom Grennan with um, with Adam with well, Adam. Yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. And she took me down to that jam night, and I saw you there, and then I think I saw you at Hoxton jam. It's like over the course of a few months, and it's like it's just tall guy just fucking going mental on this bass, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't know anybody yeah, in London music wise. I'm like, is this how good you have to be? Like, what the fuck? <laughs> it's ridiculous. I know. I, I'm I'm yeah. shitting it going on. I, I actually do want to go to one of these jam nights properly. I've not actually it done it. Yeah. It's not most like what he's doing. Like, <laughs> not, this was not like that. It just how 
He's, he's no, out of the box kind. for that. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, like recently I was, in New, I was in New York and uh, I went to this place called Arlene's Grocery. Um, a singer yeah, called yeah. Natalie, who, who used to uh, live here, is, is now back over there. And she took me down to this night and I was like, fuck, uh, <laughs> blown away. It and, makes you want to literally and stop. And they're playing, playing neo-soul. It's a neo-soul jam. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's not even jazz. Because, you know, you, you expect when you go to New York, you see jazz players, you're like, you expect yeah, them to be yeah, yeah, yeah. Neo-soul. And they're like, killing it for two yeah. hours. Yeah. Oh <laughs> I'm just like, you can get as silly as you want on neo-soul oh, as well. Fuck. Yeah, it always yeah. took me ages to come like figure out how there could be three major seventh chords in one song. Like that was the first thing <laughs> I was trying, trying to figure that out when I was watching people at jam nights. So, like, They've got so much more confidence out there too, which yeah. like I think really helps their playing come out. Like so, if you're a good player, anyway. But like thing with being, I think in London and stuff like that is like you don't want to be over cocky because it's not a good thing. But no. in 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 America. They're not afraid of showing off. They're not afraid if they buy a brand new Ferrari to be like, oh, you know, no, I bought a brand new, you know. Yeah, and like it's they, not a British yeah. thing. No, that, though, really. yeah. And it's the not same really. with their playing. Like, and then when you get a tasteful player in, in, in New York who's got, or America, who's got that ability to not overplay, but also have that confidence to fucking do something, you're like, it's just, oh, it's the next level. Yeah. I think that's like, yeah, you were no. saying about Christian last week, like, mm. he's got that ability. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He fucking comes out like, well, he's, he was, shit, he's telling right? us like, he's from New York. That's yeah. where he, oh, his I mean, music school. So when I was in America, like, Christian also helped me out with, the, I was playing with an artist called Stealth. He, he got us some gigs. He booked us some gigs, yeah, yeah, like, yeah. in that's New great. York. Like, Love the guy. He's a really, really cool, cool guy. Like, yeah, I owe him a bit, so. I think, that whole, uh, the jam <coughs> scene, when I first came down to it, as I say, I was scared shitless by watching you. <laughs> and I was like, wow, okay. <laughs> and then, um, and I also expected it to be much clickier than it is. Mm. And the jam's like, I, when I saw you playing like that, I was like, well, that guy must be a cunt. He must be an absolute Because <laughs> I would be if I could play oh, like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so opposite. You've not, you've not seen him when he's not slept enough. Yeah, that's true. Have you lost your filter? Oh, my you God. You're wrecking this set here. What the hell? This is weird. <laughs> it's actual magic trick. Like, Tim, yeah. grab Wait it. A grab it for a team because otherwise I'll, it'll be Brother, like the sound of the Oh, it's on the floor. But when I started those jams, when I started my jam up, I started it up because all the other ones I felt were really cleaky because I was new to yeah, the scene. Yeah. Oh, right. So, you de-cleaked. Yeah, I tried the to. The scene. But then, yeah. like, I think what happens is, like, you know, the scene just naturally becomes a little bit cliquey. Not that I want it to be at all, but... And, and yeah, but it's not really. It's just because no. we've when been together. When you get to know anybody. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. it comes yeah. across cliquey from the outside. Yeah, yeah. It's actually just friends hanging out with their friends. Then mm. you get to know people. Yeah. And you realize everyone's actually really nice. Yeah, For the most true. part, yeah. I think we started going down to jams together and we were both pretty new to the scene. I remember at the start, we were both like, oh, we don't know anyone. It's always like... Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really hard. And then within yeah. a month or so, like people, we used to get to know people. Yeah, totally as long yeah. as you're not the dickhead who's walking around, what do you get advice to do with your business cards? Get some business cards printed and turn up their jam nights. And these guys were kind of like that, and you're like, oh, you just wearing a t-shirt with your name yeah. and your flipping email. Uh, email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? There was once I went round oh, to a, a really well-known drummer's house um, who was killing it on the music theatre scene. In fact, now I don't know what's happened to him because I think he had a bit of a problem with drugs and stuff. But um, I went round like just like to lay some bass down for something. And it was when I was kind of like new into the scene. Mm. And uh, and he was, he, I, I told him that, oh, you know, I've got some business cards printed. And he just went in on me. It was like, that's the most stupidest thing. Like you thought, <laughs> like, you don't give out business cards being a musician. I was just like, what? Because yeah. apparently what I didn't realise, and I don't know how much of this is bullshit. Like in the theatre world, 
you don't do that. It just looked really amateurish. Uh, like, in a pop world or whatever you want to call it, fine, do whatever you want. Yeah. But like, I got I've, never, I've never done this. Like, I always feel like a bit of a wanker. When I first came down, I yeah, did. I don't, and I don't was... do it now. So it's like... Yeah. Manager, obviously. If you manager, yeah, yeah, like fine. standard, yeah. but... Yeah, yeah. yeah, as a, yeah. I mean, it's it, the thing is, it's word of mouth. I mean, I was talking to a guy that you sent me up to talk to the other day. Kicking off Murder Row in it. Great. Who's that? Is David? Um, he's Muso. He's got the oh, website. Yeah, 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 yeah. And um, diffi- yeah. And he's a great tool. What he's come up yeah. with. Um, he's basically started this kind of like website for musicians to find rehearsal. New musicians done and find rehearsal rooms really quickly yeah. to find That's to find cool. jam nights. That's really find, good. Like, basically, That's like if you're new, Makes you can sense. sign up and you can see all the latest jam nights. All the rehearsal rooms where they are nearest yeah, to you yeah. and like and there's also a forum so it's like for new musicians or artists coming to london it's kind of like there's a bit of a community that's you can just great want to get into yeah, away. it's overwhelming it it's literally yeah. mental and i i felt like and, and it's something that i was thinking of doing with uh with the podcast as well i have a website doing all sorts of stuff but i seen the amount of work that he's put in and how yeah, complicated yeah. it is like, he's, a, he's a website oh, programmer yeah. or something yeah. so he's got the the, yeah. the problem he needs is he needs the he needs the people it's critical mass for it yeah, yeah exactly and once like once there's enough people using it it yeah. would be it would be a great tool you know mm. it's, it's how do, how do you get it to you the, the the music unit should click onto that and i think that's where he's yeah. going that's, to because, yeah massively yeah. unis yeah don't hold your breath on that one no <laughs> well yeah exactly. <laughs> exactly because the thing that you've got even teachers and we all know probably um we've all heard of particular ones as well at some of these music unis where they're looking at the students and they're actually in competition with the students for the gigs. Mm. Ellen O'Reilly was telling me about some of her, some of the experience she had where there's like people trying to get her off gigs, her, a, a tutor student. trying to get her off a gig. Yeah. One of my tutors said oh to me, you, won't get, you guys won't get any gigs because I've got all of them. <laughs> really? <Yeah. laughs> nice. No way. Like first year, like, I feel like one of the first weeks of like music school, all they're like 18. I think I can guess like, who said that. <laughs> yeah, I think really now that I'm in, now that I'm in the music scene, I kind of, I like, I want to support those guys also because I don't want 3,000 kids a year yeah. getting into the music industry and trying to get guitar jobs. Like, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know, yeah. like, graduating last year, there's just, there really isn't many people from my year at Univert like, at all. Yeah, that's really? the thing. It's, 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 it's only the people who really want to do it to get through yeah. because yeah. for the amount of um, amount of work that you're putting, especially especially being a, like a solo artist yourself and yeah. going through all the stuff that you've gone through and just the creating, the playing, the learning of how yeah. to play. And singing at the same time. I'm always yeah. amazed when you're playing and singing. Like these, I'm like, what? Because like, you're yeah. not doing just like normal chord stuff you're doing lines and everything and I find it difficult I, honestly when I have to sing without my guitar I like suddenly panic yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I've ever done it I'm like one of those things that, you know like the thingy thing, those blow up things outside of flipping uh, car yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to do with myself but yeah I um, yeah I definitely find it's like second nature I mean that's but then it's like anything isn't it if you've been doing it long enough like I've been doing that's what I've always when I started writing from the second I started learning guitar. I've been playing piano a lot longer than guitar though. So mm. I was always accompanying myself with something, right, you know. Yeah, I, yeah. I think like, <laughs> one of the first songs I ever wrote was on piano and I was about six. I mean, this is like, talk about an insecure child or what. Basically the first song I wrote was called Family. And um, and it the lyrics were, <laughs> wow, <you laughs> Family, I'm not gonna sing it because it's 
fucking awful. But family, family, the chorus was family, family, don't leave me on my own. <laughs> and I was like, and I remember my mum like listening in and being like, oh my God, my daughter is so screwed up. What <laughs> Well, no, what I was going to say is the, the, the amount of time that you've put into developing the tool, the, all of us, the, the ability and the thing that you can do yeah. in any other industry would be worth straight off the bat 70,000 a year, yeah. 100,000 a year. So it's yeah. understandable why guys go through uh, music uni and get to that point where they've done it all and then look at it and they go, oh. Jeez. So that, I mean, yeah, I, I'm only joking about people getting involved. Like, yeah, it's great that more people want to get involved in the music industry, but you don't have to worry because there's only people as crazy, <laughs> crazy yeah, as you have to yeah. be actually yeah. crazy I honestly yeah. deli- I believe that yeah, 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 the fact yeah, that yeah. I got spat out the arse end of a label <laughs> yeah. like beginning of January putting it nicely um, and then still wear no I still want to do this yeah. I mean miracle I literally there was de- I'm not going to lie there was a moment where I was like oh my god oh, I'm just going to go move to a different wasn't. country I mean like there's hide. a lot to deal with <laughs> <laughs> maybe I should look at shares every so often like oh buy some bitcoin yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you're still, once you're like oh, you're invested in it you decide right I'm going to do music I and mean, you spend like a few years doing it it's yeah. like you're just in it there's no there is no I think for most of us there is no like plan B there's, there's no there's never like, a plan yeah. B maybe yeah. plan B had a plan B that Jamaican accent should be plan C or D I think your parents want you to have 97 yeah. plans but yeah. like yeah. there was never there was never a doubt in my mind that was but I think like that is like you say it just does take that I think like you know, you just have tenacity. My God, that's what it is. I, I think, I think you have to go through some shit though, because I think it definitely makes you a hell of a lot stronger. And it means that when it does happen, you actually are ready. Because I don't, yeah. I don't think I was ready. Twenty-one, mm. definitely not ready. Yeah. If shit had happened, I probably would have been like a tiny rabbit in head in headlights. Because yeah. I just don't know. What would, well, look at know? people who yeah. have done that and stuff. I hear the stories of um, again a friend of mine who's, who's a roadie. He was telling me about when he was roadieing for Kasabian, I think it was, and they went on a big tour, the the Australia Southeast Asia tour. Yeah, yeah. And Lily Allen had just got famous. She was on it, and she was a nightmare. Like she was like twenty, twenty one at oh that point, or, or maybe even younger. And got to a point where everybody on the tour hated her that much that really? the band was like changing keys halfway through songs and stuff just well, to I've piss seen, her off. I've seen that happen because I I did like because it was sick of it. A long time ago, I did Canada Music Week for a week, so it was a week of showcasing with an artist. And the last gig I did, there was an artist supporting us, I think. Because it's not in, done in order of who's best. Because you're, you're, you're being exported. The UK artists are being exported to Canada. You just do... UK, UK artists are showcasing in Canada. Kind of like vibe to the, mm-hmm. to the can- Canadian Like South music. by Southwest. Sort of it's like yeah, South yeah. by, but the, the okay. Canada. 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 <laughs> <laughs> but I saw, I saw an artist who at that point was... Uh really hot everyone was like proper gonna sign her and everything yeah, and yeah. she broke down like backstage mm. she was in tears like imagine. like all of and she was just like and then m- a couple of months later she quit yeah she just couldn't deal with it really? and she was really young yeah and it's like and she and she was scottish and i think she's recently i just saw this was like three years ago recently she's just come back <laughs> she was to young the, and scottish yeah, Done for. Scottish, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. i don't know why she's I just looking she's survived childbirth and, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and uh recently she's just come back and i've seen that she's started doing music and put something out under oh, her okay. artist name but i think it was definitely i saw that firsthand like yeah you're too young and yeah, you know, it's hard, you, isn't 
you know you, you need some some support network and if you don't have that you've got to have an amazing support network especially on the road oh like you know you know money's tight to, to bring someone that you can re- trust and rely on who's got more experience yeah on the road with you where are you going to find that person no you know? no because bring your best mate is not is not, not the not one either if i brought my best mate i'll be horrendous exactly but yeah it's like your pirates and especially if you're in a situation like Especially if you're at the, the, the stage that the Lily Allen situation where unlimited money means she's rich kid anyway, I think, and yeah. um, crazy money, sick fans. Yeah. Mm. You're basically on the road with a load of guys as well, like recipe in it for. But on the yeah. other side with Lily Allen, yeah. like recently I saw a really interesting Vice video where she was, she's been doing a lot for Grenfell Town and stuff like that. She's, yeah, she's, she's yeah. Really I think she's quite interesting. She's, she's really growing up and like really yeah. mature and really she's helping really the community. She's really intelligent person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah when yeah. you hear her talking about yeah. stuff. Like so she's, she's obviously changed, you know, from that from that experience. She's yeah, grown yeah. and learned. I, that, oh my so. God, you can imagine. Yeah. Right, well, I was, a, I, I still am, but I was a particularly douchey knobhead when I was 21. Like, yeah, I almost prided is. myself on it. What do you mean when you were 21? Back in the day, 12 years ago. 12 years ago so what I was going to get onto with you yeah. is, uh, as well, the, the music writing process, what's that like for you then? Like, what yeah. is your thing uh, or something that's more, you, you do it on your own, you've got these ideas in your head or is it something where you want to get in a room and, and, and jam ideas or is it a combination <clears> of the two? It's everything really. It depends how it, Start, I mean, I always used to write on my own, just me and guitar, me and the piano. And then we started, um, then, I, then I got to a point where I was like, actually, it's be- I like jam, I do love jamming. Like I mm. always think such different stuff will come about. Um, you know, I'll, I'll write, it's a different energy. It's good to do it that way as well, because actually realistically, you're gonna wanna, you, you need things to, to be great live. Like you've got to always think about how things cross over to live. Um, so it is, um, it can be a little bit of a problem sometimes if you go into a session and everything's in the box and it's literally just like we're creating with, you know, in logic, sample, 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 whatever, whatever. It can become kind of like a little bit samey. Like you, you need to get actually in the band environment to properly feel yeah. out a song or a vibe because then you know instantly whether or not that's going to cut it live. Like <clears> the <throat> amount of songs that I've ended up just going, actually, nah. Mm when they're not like right mm. live. I don't it's know why. Definitely it's like, like I feel like it's test. definitely something I've had to learn yeah. when I'm with you. Cause like you've got your own way of working, which I've had to like learn and, and like, it's got some really good cool ways of like, we come up with some cool stuff in like, you come up with some really cool stuff in, yeah. in rehearsals, but yeah. I've definitely had to adapt cause I'm so used to that. Oh, here's the music. I'm so music, not like, I have, I have like, to feel it. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know he has like, tiny babies every time. I'm like, right, Sam. Before gigs as well, I'll be like, right, <laughs> we're doing this and we're going to change this and then I'm going to like piss around for a bit and then yeah. come back and then da-da-da-da-da-dum and Sam's just like, but, but I can't, oh my God. Yeah. It's like, what's the well, We need to follow the script. Yeah. Uh, no, yeah, but so actually it's great yeah. because he keeps me on the straight and narrow as well. But you keep me on my That's the combination of like the chaos and the kind of structure of you need the 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 interest of the chaos and like oh I've just had this idea and this will be great because you need to, those yeah. ideas yeah, yeah, yeah. and not that people like Summer can't come up with ideas but his ideas are going to be more I guess from a like this is gonna I know this is gonna work because, so and you're and, yeah, yeah. And you're kind of maybe a lot like this could be good it could be yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. well totally, yeah I mean totally. and, and yeah, I, yeah. I think live though for me always has to be a case of like you know your records need to be banging obviously but if you go and see a band live you're gonna want that 
plus so much more. Yeah. And I think even my guitar parts, they're, they're different most, obviously there's the main licks. If there's something that's like a real hook, then that doesn't change. But like, um, generally, like I will but that's where I feel like I the Jimi Hendrix nice, kind like, of like vibe comes, because like, yeah. that's what I imagine, your yeah. shows are what I imagine kind of like, Jimi Hendrix's shows, they're kind of like, they've got, a bit of magic like you don't know what's I would like happen, them like. to be a bit more because I'd just go off on one for yeah. absolutely ages but I can't because everyone's like when you watch <laughs> Hendrix live and I always get this vibe I'm a massive Hendrix fan and yeah I always think he's almost like he's almost a part dancer part guitarist like when he's got yeah. his cape on or whatever and he's wailing <laughs> around and you're like you forget he's playing guitar and yeah. there's this, incre this incredible kind of yeah. noise yeah, that's coming out of it at the same time especially yeah. like I think it's the Isle of Wight festival one yeah. where he just all over the place and I don't that's know if I that's know. even supposed to be one of his best shows but yeah it, it's just in, <coughs> there's there's so much chaos going on with it yeah. I know but how cool is that though I mean how mm. nice is that flexibility this mm. is ideal I mean at the moment you know a lot of stuff we do we have to have track on as well because I don't have my backing I can't afford backing singers so I put mm. a lot of my you know my BVs mm. and harmonies on playback and stuff but the problem with that as much as you get the full show big show feel mm. and sound the problem you've got is that you can't you can't flexible. just like kick your fingers and be like, right, let's yeah, have yeah, a little yeah. moment now. And which is what I used to always, that was the world I was always from. Like I, you know, always had that as part of my set. And so now things have become a bit more structured. Um, I think you can have like, you can organize it to mm. do, you know, obviously you can still put that in the set, but it has to be a bit more planned, um, which isn't a bad thing because it definitely reels me in a tiny bit. <laughs> yeah, sometimes I feel but, bad because like sometimes I feel like some, we reel you in a bit too much. I'm like, <laughs> like, you know, you need lead. to be out there. Yeah, like, yeah, no, but then, but, but then again, we only yeah. generally get like, well, that's why I like playing in Switzerland or like going abroad and doing these festivals because they're literally like got an hour and a half. So it's like great. Yeah. So there's so much scope for those moments, which mm. is, you know, great. London shows at the moment, you know, uh, are just a bit more like a half an hour, bang, let's go, six songs or whatever. And just, you have yeah. to chime. You know. The European thing, they're mad for it out there, aren't they? they any British music, they go they go crazy. Amazing. Like I know a lot of people who do a lot of work out there touring like original so great. stuff. Yeah. And people yeah. who are massive out there that you would you don't even yeah. hear of. I know. Yeah. It's such, honestly, the energy is just unreal. Like we are so like, um, what's the word, like, I think because we are spoiled by the fact that we've got music on our doorstep in absolutely time. every direction, yeah. but you know, yeah. you can go anywhere and there's every single kind of music. Yeah. It's it's just, it's just appreciated in a different yeah. way over there because it's just not so. There's something special saturated. over there to go and see a gig, whereas over here it's yeah. just like it's almost become elevator music. It's in the background <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Music, music definitely com is kind of like a, a commodity or like a like a commercial product now for for us, and yeah. they send. The European market and people seem to have a lot more of the yeah the magic about it. Yes. Well. and they also treat yeah. and they still kind of have a little bit of this left where they treat any kind of musician a bit like a classical musician where like they've spent their life. Yeah, kinda, I get that vibe. You know, and they treat you a bit like they would treat an orchestra while they give you a nice meal and everything that's guaranteed. Whereas yeah. over here, it's like oh, you're a scummy. You'll have to end, you'll probably yeah. end up cooking yeah. for them. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> this or paying them to play. Them. <laughs> like, yeah, what? that's real. Yeah. I have a theory about this because when I came, when I came to London, uh, part of the time I spent living with a lot of European people. Yeah. And then uh, Spanish, French, uh, Italians as well. And they're the nicest people. They're not cynical at all. They don't seem cynical. And I think mm. that that's what makes British music maybe cool. Okay. They're, they're kind yeah. of like. Um, well, there's the joke about, oh, that's number one in Spain. Well, that wouldn't get through the door with the British artist maybe because 
that's not cool, mate. You know, there's yeah. a cynicalness to it, especially as Northerners know about that I side know, of it. Yeah, um, but uh, and but what that does is it means that we kind of refine the product and and maybe have more of an eye for what's cool. But yeah. In in Europe, they just enjoy stuff, and that's they probably why it's so popular. Life. Yeah. But I'm not trying to hear <laughs> yeah. what's number one in Switzerland at the moment. Like I'm not trying to I'm not trying to hear that because they don't have yeah. they don't yeah. seem to have that filter of cynic cynicism yeah. sort of. no you're absolutely yeah, right actually you, yeah that's the point, point. <laughs> I'm just trying to justify my own grumpiness this is called me Victor Meldry <laughs> so I think like it's also like yeah that's true because you got you know this kind of like Euro pop yeah. you know and yeah. like everyone we're just having UK, a good time we're partying yeah, everything's good we look down <laughs> on it like yeah. the, the UK industry looks down on it as oh it's not another like Euro house record kind of like yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like well, I know yeah. I know it's a tricky one but I think like you know, coming from Manchester, the whole Manchester music scene thing. Yeah, I was going to say that must have the, what sort of yeah. impact that happened. I mean, do you know what it was? It was the energy of it more than the actual um, music because my influences do not scream Manchester. Yeah, 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 <laughs> as yeah. much as, you know, like the Oasis, like the Gallagher brothers lived like around the corner from me. I know Manny from Stone Roses really well. Like, there is, it's a cl really close community. Like City it, or United? City or United? United. Of course. Fantastic. Um, like although it's a prop, it's actually, it's a tricky one because my, my whole half of my family are all City supporters so they're all going to be one if they listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, always, but always been United, yeah. I, um, I used to love playing football when I was a kid actually. <laughs> <laughs> I really, really did proper tomboy, which is why I like got into guitar. But um, but yeah, I what was gonna say yeah, Manchester didn't really have much of an influence musically, just because I wasn't listening to that kind of. I mean, controversial, controversial, but like, I wasn't really into that whole mm. Manchester music scene at all. Like, it just didn't. I mean, I listened to like Joy Division and you know, um, you know, um, what you call it, Stone Roses and mm. you know, Happy Mondays, great. But my actual main love were like actually a lot of American artists. Yeah to be honest, um, yeah. really, really was. And so I would be playing on the music scene. Um, you know, I p basically played length and breadth of Manchester like 20 times over and like yeah. absolutely rinsed yeah. it, you know. And Satan's hollowed. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> done it all. Done every single venue in Manchester. Um, every single night, every festival. Played JP Cooper quite a few times because he's a local lad as well. And yeah. He's from Middleton. But like, it's, um, it's kind of, great to come out of that hub because there's so much from it um but yeah now i think being in london is, is a good thing really because just it's diverse musically oh and yeah and it's the, it's, it's the center where everybody who really wants to be involved gets drawn to yeah crazy musicians like him walking around <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Crazy>. <laughs> but i remember doing that i only did one gig with you in manchester i think the albus lost one and like the vibe yes. there was so good compared yeah. to any of the vibes that you just generally get in London. Yeah, right, yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. Manchester. There's so much like, more energy. Yeah. Like. Although I grew up doing metal gigs in Sheffield, right? Because I was a metal yeah. guitar player. Right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. the audience, what audience there was, used to stand <laughs> like that, and you'd be like, you play playing, and you'd be like, oh my God. You know? And you're watching <laughs> videos of like Rage and, and, and uh, Pantera and stuff playing, yeah. people are going crazy going and jumping That's off America. of buildings and stuff. Yeah, That's yeah. America. That's yeah. and then like, we're playing <laughs> to like, and a guy come up to you and go, fucking best band I've seen in ages. But you know what? I've, I was, the girl who helped oh me out God. in America, like Natalie, she was saying when she came over here, they, she would do rehearsals with her, her own project, have, have London players playing yeah. for her. And like they'd finished the rehearsal and she was like, that's amazing, it was great. And they're all like, yeah, it was all right. <laughs> and she was yeah, like, yeah, she couldn't yeah, get yeah, her yeah. mind 
over the fact that we're just all sitting here like, yeah, it was cool, man. The like, London scene is it's all about yeah. being very understated and yeah, very kind yeah. of don't try and act too happy, too cool sort of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mrs. said it when uh, talking about writing uh, original music. She's not a musician, but I ask her just because it's nice to have a, a, a real human's view on Normal things. Yeah. 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 And she was saying that the difference between the music that you do, that, you, I, that I did up north with some of the bands that I did up there and, and, and yeah. the stuff in London is that there's a lot more quirkiness in the northern stuff because... Yeah. People are trying to be different and mm. trying to be a bit weird not and trying to make to like be a mm. bit out there. Not yeah. right to make a hit or whatever. Exactly. Too, like. And and in the, in London, it because there's a standardisation and everyone's like, yeah. oh, this guy's good, this guy's good. Everybody's kind of starting to homogenise okay. the sound. Yeah. Which is great when you're looking at session players, really, because you want you want to be able to get somebody who can do every yeah. every gig yeah. that you need. Yeah. But yeah. at the same time, it can suffer. The, the, I think yeah. that's why yeah. places like Manchester in the north have bring, brought these bands out that have, yeah, have captured people's yeah. imagination. I think. There's a lot of yeah. music that's come out of Manchester, actually. A mm. lot. Even still is, to be honest. Like, yeah. from like, yeah, JP Cooper is obviously it's not a band, but like, you know, he's been, God, that guy worked hard. Like, we've been on the same circuit, like, literally in parallel for years, years, and years. Um, you know, grafting, putting in the time and. Yeah, and you know, hats off to him because he well and truly deserves where he's at. Like, you know, he's been through a proper journey. 1975, like those guys yeah. gigged like no tomorrow, you know. Yeah. And I was in his mum, the guy from 1975, and his mum, that woman from Carnation Street. Yes, uh, really? uh, Denise Welsh. Yeah, I did a gig once where she was there. Yes. Really? Yeah, she was partying, put it that way. <laughs> I, did, I did another gig where there was the guy who plays Kevin Webster was there. And he was, nice. He was, and it was just Kevin after he'd got, he'd got been in the news for all of that, or it was just oh before that. And he was yeah. smashed. He was just like uh, in a really ill fitting suit. It was sad. And he was coming up to the guy, he's fucking really ill. Oh my God. As he was walking out of the club, somebody shouted to him, Kev, can you fix me car? Car flat tire. And he was That's like, brilliant. And he was getting oh, it's oh, yeah. One of the f most, like one of the best gigs I've done recently, actually unfortunately Sam wasn't able to do it with me which I was gutted about but that, um but lovely yeah, Jace our uh, Jace did yeah. uh, was actually for the CEO that's classes. what I like to call him yeah um for Myling class's birthday it was her 40th at Soho Farmhouse oh, yeah. and it was like a two hour like let's just go all out loads yeah. loads of covers as well you know mm. through a food moaning but like just went absolutely all out doing like mashups of just everything um, but we did yeah. a lot of stuff that was just not to play back at all so we did just go on and on and on yeah. and I just kept I remember talking jamming. to Jason in the morning and he was like I've got a really bad hangover mental. I actually had I had no voice I woke up in the morning I sounded like Marge Simpson gone so badly wrong like I literally yeah I had I, well honestly like Marlene yeah. brought me a shot of vodka mid-set so oh, wow. it was going to go downhill yeah. pretty damn quick <laughs> and I was like oh my god and I hadn't even eaten so was Jason like, on the Whoa. red wine? Huh? Well, was yeah, Jason on the red wine? He's he was on absolutely everything. He could have <laughs> yeah, he was. He's a monster. He's a monster. <laughs> he puts it away. Like seriously, we all did. We all sideways. Knock a few years off. Thirty-four. Industry age. Industry age. Industry age. <laughs> um, oh bless him. No, it was a good. It was a really good fun gig, though. Honestly, it was one of those where literally everyone was just off their absolute goddamn tits, yeah. <laughs> and they were all just swing, swinging from the rafters, which meant that I that was like my ideal scenario because yeah. like any band, you just it makes it so much easier yeah. yeah um and so i was just like right edu i don't know if you know edu yeah. great keyboard player yeah, yeah. i was just like right 
Dude, oh, what was it he was doing for absolute ages and people the were loving thing, it. He was doing the... Um, voice pipe. Voice, oh my oh, God. Oh, yeah. I, can, I know without even... He's such a nice guy. He's so funny. Yeah. yeah, he's really funny. It was just such... And then Jace yeah, did a few bass solos. Not that you could hear it. It was just like... Yeah. <laughs> that, oh, I mean, it was mental. Yeah. Uh, it was just so sobby. But yeah. yeah, it was a really good fun gig. And that's the kind of like... that. I wish I could just have that kind of energy. I mean, I'd be completely screwed if that's how every gig went down. Yeah, like rest downtime. I mean, yeah, there's nothing thing to do with yeah. the copious amounts of alcohol <laughs> post show obviously <laughs> well, it does make you think like how some of these bands like from the 70s and the 80s no, and even the know. 90s like there's a reason why half of them are dead now, like. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. even the bands like uh like the brit bands and stuff like that that you don't yeah. even think as being particularly rock and roll like stereophonics and all those guys like yeah no hit yeah. Yeah. really crazy. hard do you ever think like when you like read some stuff about those areas about do you ever think some of it's a little bit exaggerated potentially like, yeah yeah of course there rock is. and roll yeah. effect yeah, yeah. I, I have an argument with people about um for instance i think there's a lot of that yeah uh, one of the ones that i always I have, I have musical conspiracy theories i i somebody posted uh, about appetite destruction the other day say how good an album it is. it's one of my favorite albums i can't understand now five 18 year old smackheads wrote that <laughs> i'm skeptical to say the least and i think when do they find the time to do it like mm, and uh, how's a guy drinking a full bottle of jack daniels at a press conference yeah. i'd like to go and sniff that bottle yeah and the other thing is like oh we were all kids off the street you know, like they all went to the same schools in hollywood that like the chili peppers went to yeah. and yeah. slash's mum and dad were like mm. right his dad mm. made painted albums for mm. Geffen Records and his mum had an affair with David Bowie and yeah, was his costume design. It's like, yeah, they it's had the doors open. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's, but then I think... So of course there is some of that, yeah. yeah. Definitely, which, you know, quite cool. Yeah, <laughs> Everyone still, buys yeah, into yeah, it and yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. oh, I want to be like that. Uh, well, well, no, I don't. I wasted about I 10 years of my music career trying to replicate because that's how you get famous. No, dude, we need to drink more. This is yeah. <laughs> you need to go on stage literally walking in zigzags. Yeah, yeah my mate's like, really, we should write some more riffs, man. Like, no, it's yeah. not how it's going to work. I've read the books. Oh, God. No, I, I mean, honestly, as a singer, you just absolutely can't get away with it. Some people can. Like, you know, I've, you know Paolo Nutini is like an example mm. of like someone he actually is proper got like hammers it like yeah. properly yeah. drinks a lot like prop i think it's i think he downs i think it's rum or something like yeah. bottles of rum every night that might be an exaggeration but apparently it's absolutely not he literally yeah is oh there's definitely some it. people who are me from yeah i mean how the hell did he yeah. live to how long how old he was i like yeah. he was drinking um jd every day wasn't he pints like, of it uh, yeah. again the same yeah. guy who's giving me all the, the other information that i'm probably reciting badly but he, he was like his friend went and ended up being lemmy's pa no, and he was right. like a normal looking dude and like two three months later he had to keep up with everything lemmy does because he's lemmy's pa and lemmy don't oh, want to oh, sit there and do it on his own yeah. so this guy just like put on like twice his weight wow. and had a crazy coke habit and yeah. live up at the door uh, from the doors at the doors from yeah. the doors i mean that was a very quick slippery slope to mm. obesity yeah i mean uh yeah it could have just been gravity that killed him just from his, <laughs> his own weight <laughs> <laughs> his weight couldn't, gravity couldn't catch up with how quickly he was getting heavy <laughs> oh my god i heard, I heard a yeah. story about lemmy that he got booked to play bass on like someone's record or something and it was like no. a really early start <laughs> so his version of like being pro to make sure that he was gonna be on time for the session was to stay up all night doing coke <laughs> 
<laughs> which way he didn't go to sleep so he'd be awake to go to the session in the yeah. morning but that's been done hasn't it yeah, yeah for sure yeah, especially no. that year but yeah how do those how do those but the thing is know. you're doing it once in a blue moon that's the exactly thing. And they're I'm just like, in a non-stop haze I just don't know how I don't, honestly I lost my voice for a week to remember like back then like singers only had to sing like bass players only had to play bass or whatever mm, like yeah. now you have to do everything do under know, the sun you're right keep, it's like, absolutely keep it going, like. honestly everything I'm, because yeah. I, you know I've got managers but I do also pretty much manage my, obviously that I, I, but I think that's the way I think that is the key though honestly I do think it's the key is to be well and truly in control of absolutely everything yeah. as much as you possibly can always yeah. and forever know your business yeah. Because, yeah, yeah you have to know the business yeah. like, the Dr. Dre documentary that's oh, exactly amazing. what he says in there, yeah. Yeah. Oh, but again when we're talking about things that are made up and like things like I, one thing I didn't know about Dr. Dre is he has ghost writers for all of his raps that like he didn't write him. Uh, really? Yeah. Wow. He doesn't... Well, he was he has, like the producer, wasn't he? I know he does rap, but like his like role was yeah. like... He was, mainly was producer, And the documentary yeah. talks about how he's like, oh, this genius producer, but he basically stopped produ actually doing the actual in-studio production before he released 2001. So really? that's all mm. ghost produced. Yeah. There's, and you can go on the internet forums and they'll tell you who it is and you listen to the track and you listen to the thing... The other thing that that guy produced, like no way, that's crazy. Ah, so he's a producer in the way that a film producer is a producer. Yeah. He's he in was, every, but he he's was, like, he just calls you, you, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want this guy, this guy, this guy. He'll turn up to the studio with a bunch of like proper session musicians. Yeah. They'll have made a beat, and he'll go, "This what? Yeah, this works. This not." But then, amazing business guy, exactly. Man. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's just like, yeah. really, just but goes it, to show you. But do you think that's just partly down to he's probably so busy because he definitely did like at the start like with like NWA he did make all the beats yeah but that's the different the reason why that works is because that's all different technology to what true. the rest of it's all that's made true, of. and he didn't yeah. have the infrastructure and all the yeah uh, the business network to do it and yeah incredible businessman to do it but Amazing. again it's one of those things like Mm. He's, he's <laughs> smashed it with those headphones. That's like, oh, yeah. that's just insane. And they're not even that good. <laughs> no, yeah, exactly. Like, that's why, like, he just got a lot of celebrities to take pictures of himself wearing them. And now it's but like. That, um, but you're, because it, it was that, it was properly. That, yeah. that was what's his name's idea, there, wasn't it? Jimmy. Iovine. Oh, who was, he was like an incredible businessman. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. He, like, that was, I actually found that the most interesting. Yeah part of the documentary, yeah. hearing from, like what his, you know, how yeah. he managed to, what he managed to do with the bands he was working with and the artists and whatever. Yeah. Oh my God, what a genius. Like, yeah. I was, oh my, he's like a dream of a kind yeah. of person to have involved in your project. Yeah. Yeah. Go, Probably you know, not to have in your family. But <laughs> not to have in your family, a bit absolute nightmare. Yeah. But that is what it takes though, doesn't it? It takes that relentlessness. And the connections, it's going back to originally like what you were, what you were saying about managing stuff like that thing that was so that gave him so much power is all the connections of yeah. people that he'd worked with that respected him and owed him favors and and that's definitely probably what he helped dr dre with as well i'd imagine is why are you in the studio for six hours and you've got a guy there who, yeah. a kid who can do it paying him from a business mindset yeah an to, and dre goes yeah. oh because yeah. dre released an album on his on his own label a couple of albums from it says in documentary that didn't do well really? and i think of that yeah so it took him a while to get the formula right with that yeah. as well but yeah i imagine that's and, but the, the thing that you do get out of is the G, Jimmy Iovine knowledge and connections. But yeah. also, Dr. Dre knows, he, he's, in all of his interviews, he's saying, you need to know what your money is on this, and you need to know yeah. what your sync rights are, you need to know all of this. And that seems to be what you're saying as well. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. I think, honestly, I, I actually do really wish I was intelligent enough <laughs> to well, have done a law degree on the side mm. and had the time. Well, uh, you pretty much have. <laughs> but, well, I, do you know what? Yeah, I think, well, I would never That's, stay there and say. I think I've heard, but, like, is it churches? Is new, uh, 
new artist, the singer mm. in that's an actual lawyer. That right. is yeah. amazing. Powerful. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> powerful yeah. move. Honestly, that is that is a serious skill to Should have, it, yeah. I think. Like, I would say if no, for anyone, no. I mean, it's not, like, it must be one of the hardest things like to actually get into though. It's properly tedious as hell. I would hate to be a yeah, lawyer. I would boring. hate it. I'd fall asleep when two like, lines. I feel like it's like the opposite of being a musician, isn't it? It is, that is it. It's the absolute opposite. Yeah. Yeah. My, my missus deals with lawyers quite a lot because she's social work and she, the thing yeah. about that is as well is it's not just about you and being able to do the work there's a lot of stuff about oh you only went to this university or oh, you're not oh, really course, involved yeah, and then course. you get blocked from yeah, everything oh and all that sort of stuff so yeah. god yeah. the politics in that must be a nightmare actually yeah this was like that. some top barrister that was talking to her and, and they were looking at the other person and he was like oh she only went to such and such uni and my missus is like she's got fucking she's a proper barrister like that's incredible and it's like yeah it's the wrong school don't worry about it <gasps> oh it's, my yeah. god oh don't worry about him or whatever well, this is the whole eaton college you know cambridge yeah, yeah, yeah. thing yeah you know they stick together yeah yeah yeah, so think, yeah especially in those industries isn't like all those city workers mm -hmm. Yeah. Finance, yeah. lawyer, accountants, all of that. God, it's just yeah. my worst nightmare, to be yeah. absolutely honest. But you need, you need to put all your... We need people like you who's putting all their efforts into creativity and creating yeah. things mm. and yeah. creating products. What's yeah. coming up for you then in terms of... you got uh, any releases coming up or any gigs that we can promote? Yeah, we're definitely going to be releasing this year. It'll be, at the moment, an independent release um, through like a... You know, um, a, what's it label? They're called... A, a, a label services. Yeah. Base, uh, is that the right description yeah, yeah, of it? Yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. label services. But yeah, yeah, so we're going to be doing, but more towards kind of like September, October, because I've been in the studio with lots of different producers. It's been like, it's been amazing to be honest, because I've been like learning so much stuff. Like, because I do do a lot of production on myself as well. Like I do basically everything, but I wouldn't want to, I think I want to, I want to collaborate because I just think that it's always just so much more that comes from you know, working with other people. So, um, and especially recently, there's been a, an amazing producer that I've been working with called Troy Miller, who actually played drums for Amy Winehouse for a long time, but he's more recently been working with like, um, well, he's done stuff with Amy in the past, what's, but what's the he's JP Cooper, um, Rag and Bone Man and all that. But he's he's amazing mm -hmm. and so inspiring. Like he's, he's a bit mad professor, that's how I describe him. Troy and mad professor, if you're listening. Um, but he's basically got the, and made like epic studio, all analog, like analog gear mm. with enough of, you know, what he needs as well to mix in with the analog. But it's really, it's like the kind of energy that you want. Like it's like, it's like going back to how you can imagine it used to be where it's a proper studio. Like there's the grand piano, there's the drums always set up. There's the, and it's yeah. like tons Instagram of organs, stories, like, amazing. you know, he's got Rose, yeah. he's got all the, like, <coughs> like Jupiter synth or whatever, like all this just, at you think like and it's ready there. to go isn't it all like, hooked up yeah. ready to go he's got the, he's got tons of guitar pedals mm, just strewn always hooked up to his epic knee desk like it's one of those scenarios oh, where you go in well. and you're like yeah. so much magic could be like, I stuff. get a bit like <laughs> giddy I get properly giddy um, and, and and there's been just a couple of things that a couple of songs that have come out of that that I'm just like this is where I'm going this is me and it's taken you know takes a while really because I've been like I have changed my style, but it's also because I don't want to be that, I don't want to be pastiche. Like I'm very aware of not doing something that's done, which is literally, it's like neon impossible in music mm. because everyone's trying to do that. Mm. And you know, you fall into that's, I kind of keep my blinkers on a little bit with the industry because I don't want to be too influenced mm. by, um, by stuff that I'm in composition with or whatever. Um, I just want to do what I'm, believe myself is right you know as much as I can um and so yeah this has been great working with Troy because he's just getting it like it's not even been an effort you know that's when you know it's working mm. so yeah, yeah, yeah. very quick 
and um, someone who gets out of the way in a sense yeah and allows you to get out of the way absolutely yeah so it's been great and, and with i've been doing a bit of writing with fiona bevan who's been great and like she's i've been learning a lot from her um she's an amazing writer as well but so i've been it's been really good to do a bit of my own stuff to like experiment at home you know like those videos that was actually one of the songs on instagram is one of the songs i was working with troy um me just doing some extra guitar because I was like, try to send me some files. I'm just going to jam at home for a bit and just spend some time. So we're doing, it's doing a bit of both, which mm. has been a really good way of working because I'm doing that whole, you know, producer, studio, diddly yeah. diddly dum, but I'm also doing the home stuff to make yeah. sure that I'm not losing yeah, certain yeah. elements that make me miss. You have to be able to do some creating at two o'clock in the morning. That's, That's the only I mean. time my brain wants to make this anything is exactly creative it. is two o'clock in the morning. Absolutely, which is why my flat has got like a guitar in every corner. I've got a guitar by my bed. Um, and like, you know, I've got, everything's permanently set up, ready to just roll. And it's, that is the best way. And so, yeah, like all the producers I've worked with, like I've gone under the sessions and we've, the vibe's been created and then I go and do a lot more time at home. You're working with Cassell too. Cassell's like an amazing year. drummer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Cassell's just been drumming with the streets. It's, yeah. oh, amazing. He's, he's, he's amazing. He's, he's brilliant. Um, and Cass, yeah, it's, yeah, this is what I mean. Like these kind of guys, you get in the studio with them and he literally like, don't ever underestimate like how much you can learn from someone. Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. even if you don't think it's necessarily going to be the right collaboration, you come out and go in, no, there's so much that I got from that. And it's that. funny, like, I don't, I don't, because I'm not involved in that world at all, but every time I meet someone who is, they've got mm. their own way of doing Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, Cass is hilarious. Like, yeah. working with Cass was a great, like, a proper laugh because he's like, <laughs> he's, he's quite kind of, um, this, it, I mean this in the best possible way, like, he's quite, Scatty, so his project it gives me heart palpitations because it's so unorganised. But because because <laughs> <laughs> I'm quite, I actually am I quite, quite organised. Working with him when I did one session, like because he. You're has, not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. He is amazing. Because he uses that, that new. Um, what's it called? What's it's Studio One? He doesn't use Logic or. or doesn't um, use Studio oh, One. Yeah, right. which is, yeah. I doesn't use Studio One. Um, <laughs> he uses Studio One. And I found it which like is interesting. that. Maybe that's why he uses it because it's like. On the get go, it's quite an organised system. I can't look at the screen. <laughs> I actually say to Cass, I can't look at the screen. Because yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, I'm just yeah. going to do it and then we'll deal with yeah. that situation. Because yeah. it's mental. But um, but yeah, great. Very inspiring. But characters, you need characters in a situation like that because it's all the, that kind of creative process when you're dealing with, when you're doing it with other people is all about bouncing off the weirdness of other people. Yeah. And oh my God, something yeah. And exactly. I honestly, I would prefer that than yeah. someone like boring <laughs> yeah and just way like overly yeah i just I guess you, you, also i guess you're stuck in the room with them yeah especially because so cast you know. can't swing a cab above your head yeah yeah so his, it's his tiny quite but small, um yeah. but no yeah. but like he's got exactly what but then yeah. do you know what i mean like it doesn't really matter where it is that you're creating as long as that mm. the people you know that are in that room are the right collaboration or that it's the right energy and you know yeah. that's all that really matters you can do a lot without much you know like you don't need oh, choice studio necessarily no. to make that happen no, yeah. it just happens yeah, yeah. to be that's what he's, that's he's what got he's and it's yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. incredible and you know studio like even though it's small is he's, he's he, oh no he's he amazing pulls out some weird sounds yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no 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 it's yeah. great yeah, exactly. Like yeah. these these guys are at the absolute top of their yeah. game it's for what fantastic. they're doing, you know. So and, we're looking you know, at. Sorry, go on. No, no, no. I was just going to say, it's interesting because they're drummers too. So oh, yeah, I that's love a good point. Yeah, jamming yeah. with drummers. <laughs> my, my other half is a drummer. He's yeah. an amazing yeah. drummer. And, and he's, he's a good producer. And he's like, an amazing, yeah, very talented. Yeah. Like he's done so much stuff. I mean, yeah, yeah. you know, Jim in his own right. Like I think, unfortunately, we went through the label situation with Jim, Jim having to deal with that that dragged a hell of a lot of life out of both of us, to be honest with you. So, um, 
but we are getting back to doing a lot of collaborations again together this year and um and you know there'll be a mixed bag of stuff that we've done ourselves and stuff that we've worked on with people yeah. so that's cool. yeah well that's it that's what's going to keep it fresh as well yeah and that's great that you can actually do something creative and, and professional with the other half as well a lot of people find that almost impossible I know, we, we don't kill each other that often <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. Like, it's like literally there's been a few moments where i've wanted to like get his drum stick and shove it somewhere <laughs> <laughs> I can't think of but no um, okay so uh look, we're, yeah. gonna, we're gonna run out of time so i'm gonna wrap, yeah, yeah. wrap it up well, where where can we find your where we can find all your stuff social media and yeah your website yeah and yeah. Stuff like yeah jjrosa.co.uk yeah. is leads to everything so right. it's the easiest way really um, i'll put the links in the description as well yeah 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 and we've just confirmed on blackheath festival uh opening they open the main stage yeah. for like della soul and oh wow. and stuff so that'll be epic i'm really excited about that and so that's in september but yeah so we are releasing this year god damn lord yeah. <laughs> are you in yeah. switzerland as well yeah we've got a couple of festivals in switzerland yeah. we've got um harring rock festival which will be good fun yeah. that's in uh, Nether in the netherlands actually sorry not oh, switzerland yeah, yeah, yeah i keep saying it's because yeah. we go to switzerland because, yeah. so much it's don't like, we <laughs> <laughs> and we've got switzerland red pigs yeah. festival at the end of june which yeah. will be good fun yeah. i mean they'll be like yeah. banging yeah. i love playing over oh, there and awesome. doing that festivals especially yeah. um but yeah so releasing the shit and and actually i'm going to be dropping a video every week on youtube of me just basically the making of like what i'm doing at the oh, moment fantastic. so stuff cool. like one minute That's videos really cool. of just me yeah. you know faffing yeah. about yeah. <laughs> oh, amazing. and doing yeah. all that um when you're yeah. starting up so we've just, I've put two up now. So I did one the week before and one this has just gone up yesterday. I think it was the day before. Um, and then I'll be doing another one next week. So it'll be, that'll be the closest thing you can get to to hearing what I'm yeah. doing at the moment, which right. I think is the best way. Yeah. Not too much. Imagine he did something like that as well, didn't she? Kind of a yeah. studio diary sort of thing of what she did with that That's weird, really cool. weird marigold glove thing that she had. Oh yeah. That, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. I don't think it was a marigold. But. Whatever it is, yeah. Whatever it was, Marigold. <laughs> I, like, I like to think it's a Marigold. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to start doing that. Marigold. I'm going to start playing guitar in Marigolds. <laughs> that will get me some traction. Nobody thought yeah. that a trench coat and me had been such a until Prince did it. So. Yeah. Oh, my it's God. That, um, what's that female bass player in America who teaches upright? Um, she just did a whole... She, she wrote an album anyway and live-streamed the whole recording That's studio amazing. for two weeks. Oh, wow. The live-stream was on, like, for a week, yeah. It's mad. Mm. I was like, "You're joking." That also yeah. is a bit boring. Oh, she's the one on that discovered <laughs> double bass, whatever that YouTube thing, teaching up. And she's no, she's really famous for singing oh, right. okay. and playing. Oh, um, yeah, you know who I'm talking about? Afro. Yeah, yeah. Um, huh? oh, <gasps> I know who you mean. Yeah, <laughs> I know who no you mean. No one can know. Ah, went to Berkeley. No, yeah, can't. yeah, she teaches at Berkeley. Yeah, oh, I can't. I don't think she streamed two weeks, but she streamed like it for idea. ages. Yeah. Like it was on, like even at. When the studio is off at night it's just black. The <laughs> yeah. It's like slow it was, TV, that yeah. sort of thing. I thought it was a great idea. I, do, I actually do think that is really good. I, I think, yeah. It sounds scary to me, though. Yeah. When I see somebody yeah. taking the fifth take like. of a soap guitar yeah. that I'm trying to do. But that's what happened. The first, so the first video I put up, like, genuinely, I'd forgotten I was filming. I hit play. So I had, like, honestly, it was, like, hours <laughs> I'd forgotten. And watched it back, and I was, I, there was no one in the flat. I was mortified at how much I spoke to myself. Um, oh, I was like, yeah. I can't. I on one of the videos you said myself. something that I say to myself as well it was something like oh fucking god damn it and you were like yes. the thing now. Know, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah, and I was yeah. like I, 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 I swear exactly. a lot when I'm recording <laughs> and also there was a, there was builders the first video if you check the first one out um, there was builders the whole yeah. afternoon right and at one point I'm just like oh, I'm just like 
like like a fucking builder in my ear. No, it's like that was it. It's like it's a wasp in my ear hole, and it sounds like I say a hole. <laughs> so I have to like clarify. Which yeah. Yeah, but that's the kind of thing I'm going to be putting up. I just, but one not minute, the wasp, not two weeks. Yeah, just the, You're not the, the, the music. <laughs> wasp in your asshole. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but uh, again, you know, traction. YouTube, do it. Well, yeah, YouTube has a policy against that. You might get away with that. Uh, Vimeo, okay, I think, fine. is the place yeah. for that. Okay, so JJ Rosa. JJ Rosa. JJ Rosa. JJ Rosa. JJ Yes. Okay, and Summer, that's basically everything. How do we find you? Uh, I'm just, right here on this yeah. couch. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Instagram Sam underscore Shrawi. Instagram Sam. Yeah. Insta Sam. Yeah, Insta Sam. Um, just I got yeah actually I do have a website. I haven't looked for ages. But <laughs> <laughs> it is majority up today. SS hyphen base dot com. I think um, SS hyphen base dot com. Yeah. I want to rethink the SS. Yeah. 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 I, I did it when I was really young. So you haven't got a tattoo yeah. of that. No, I haven't. <laughs> Just my initials, Pop, unfortunately. There's <laughs> like, yeah, there's actual bass clips, but that's okay. about it. Yeah, no, that's fine. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you so oh, much for coming for down. This is yes. like total fun, and I've learned loads from like just about the music industry and stuff just from talking to you oh, as well. Disaster story. And, uh, <laughs> no, but I mean, no, that's it. This really, I think a lot of people, if they listen to it, is going to get um, a lot from that. I definitely am. So, and we'll get you back again once you've That'd released be great, as well. That's great. Yeah. Something. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Brilliant. Thank you so much. Thank you very much. Thanks, Ooh. Tim, as well. Thanks, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> hey. in the corner. <laughs> awesome. The kind of about music podcast.